0: You're about to witness something you have never witnessed before.
1: Been busy trying to keep our pockets straight in the real world. Believe it or not, we have jobs. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's employed both of us. That's weird. I don't know. I'm your host Eddie Jenkins with your other host
0: Max Bacon, and I think it's scary more than weird. And uh, it is
1: weird. It's weird. And you're a healthcare professional, so it's even scarier.
0: It's, uh, one of the most unhealthy healthcare professionals ever.
1: You're terrible, <laughs> terrible. You know why you're unhealthy? Support the Washington Redskins. It's bad for your health. I've got heart problems. It's definitely bad for my health.
0: I've got high blood pressure, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't help it. That doesn't help it at all. You need some of that red yeast rice, or maybe that's for something else. (laughs) I don't know. Take that supplement. I think my mom takes it. You're basically an old woman, right?
0: Yeah, I'll ask her next time I'm over there.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Thanks, Dave. (laughs)
0: Herbert. Anyway!
1: (laughs) Let's talk about angry things. Let's talk about good things. Let's talk about good things. You ready for the good thing? What's that? Eagles game, best performance of the year from the Redskins. Even though they had two horrible mistakes, that game should have been thirty-one to nine.
0: Yeah, that game start to finish was domination. Honestly, it was just like a, a special teams and a uh, you know a defensive touchdown.
1: Uh, another BS, BS celebration penalty called on the Redskins. Something that Vernon Davis has been doing most of his career. Yeah. He's he gets a flag thrown on him for it. Other people in the league have done it and had zero flags. This goes back to Josh Norman shooting freaking arrow when at least three other players in the league use that as a
0: celebration. So and he's the only one who gets flagged. My question is why, when I was watching the Jacksonville game in London, can Blake Bortles punt the ball up into the stands, but uh, he can't shoot it over the goalpost where the ref can go get it? That yeah, makes that's, no that's sense. what
1: I want to know. I, wanna, I, I am beginning to believe... And uh, Santana Moss said this uh, a couple weeks ago on his, uh, actually it was on Chad Dukes versus the World, that the Redskins haven't been getting calls like this for years. And I've thought it as a fan, but you know, I'm a homer, whatever, I love the Redskins, I'm going to see it, so there's probably something there, you know, I can't, I can't be trusted. But he played on the team, he's witnessed it firsthand. I think the Redskins do have some bias uh, against them with some officiating.
0: Yeah, it it really depends which officiating crews. There's a couple. Whenever I see them on the field, I know it's going to be ugly. Um, there's some team or some uh, officiating crews that just let us play, and some that seem to just pick on us for whatever reason. I don't know if they disagree with the name, if they don't like the coach, if they don't like a certain player. I don't know what it is.
1: And my thing. I think with all of that, it just—it's—I don't get it. Uh, as as a as a sport, the NFL, right? They they are uh, trying to make the NFL better for fans, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you do as a business. You want you want to give the fans what they want. Where is the fan outrage for celebration? Where is it? I've seen a you know, lot. Who's calling? Who's calling for no celebrations? That's a fan. I yeah,
0: one. exactly. I've seen more people complaining about these stupid penalties, like. Saying let the boys have some fun out there than I've seen anything about the celebrations. I've never had a problem seeing a guy get a little fired up when he scores a touchdown. Why I mean, why would you not allow that?
1: Just to add this to the stack of things that are the cause of the NFL's ratings being low.
0: Yeah. Stupid
1: yeah. stupid Thursday night games, stupid London games. I don't care. I don't care if they're in London. I don't care if football ever makes it off of United States soil. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Start NFL Europa again. Let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of Thursday games. Let's get rid of these bullshit celebration penalties. Let's make the NFL better.
0: Make the NFL great again.
1: No. I'll (laughs) set him on fire. Uh,
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem having a game on Thursday night, Monday night. It just gives me another night to watch football. Um... But, but
1: for the quality of products you're getting.
0: Yeah, I mean there's some good games. Uh the last couple Thursday night games haven't been the best in the world, but uh and I mean the
1: ratings have been the ratings have been down at least forty percent.
0: And they say a good portion of that's due to the Kaepernick ordeal.
1: I'm I'm sure part of that is because people don't want politics with their football. They want football. Football is an escape from all the bullshit going on in the world. Absolutely. They don't want their politics and their football. I get it, I get it. I think Colin Kaepernick, especially early on, uh, cause uh, was poorly stated, all that. He's got the right to do it. I support him having free speech. This is America and all that. But as far as television ratings go and why people watch football, that's not going to help.
0: Ratings. Just go to commercial.
1: Yeah. Uh, the media if they if, and Fox and CBS and all that that actually have the games, if they don't want their ratings to go down, stop showing it on the camera.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, show stop. show them stop having some fun. Stop bringing it up every five minutes. Yeah. Let's stop not make these guys try to act like robots out there.
1: It's stupid. It's stupid. But there's there's many reasons the ratings are down. Okay. Now that we talked about the one good thing, let's talk about the terrible thing. Let's talk about the miserable thing. Matt Jones. Here's where I'm at with Matt Jones. Let's let's see if you join me. Cut him. I'm done with him. I don't care if you're a third round third round pick. I don't care if you are on rookie money. You are what you are. Garbage. You've had maybe what? Three good games in two seasons and you fumbled the ball how many times? How many times have you cost the Redskins the game? Because he is directly, yes, directly, at fault for the Redskins losing to Detroit. Fumbling the ball into the end zone. Yeah, right
0: off the get go. And and our team, I've noticed this year, plays much better with a lead than trying to play from behind and Whenever that happened, we had the chance to go up seven zero, and then we're sitting there thirteen to three at the end of the game. We did show some resiliency, but it 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 directly cost us, obviously. And um, I'm with you. Let's let's cut him. I say let's cut him. And uh, I guarantee a coach like Bill Belichick's not going to go out of his way to try to sign somebody that has fumbleitis like Matt Jones. He's going to be stuck somewhere like Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I, I don't care. He can go wherever David Emerson went.
0: Uh, and is Oakland. supposedly
1: semi-decent. Whatever. Whatever. You're terrible. I said it last episode, then he had his game. That's finger quotes against the Eagles. Every he even week. Yeah. He does this once a once a year. He's decent. He's not good. He turns the ball over. Football. And he doesn't run for his size. He's supposed to be a big bruiser. McLuhan has uh, referenced Marshawn Lynch multiple times. When when talking about Matt Jones, but he doesn't run like that. He doesn't run behind his shoulder pads. He doesn't uh, incite contact. He doesn't look for it. He's shy. And he falls, and then he he falls backwards, and then he fumbles.
0: Yeah, Yeah, bruisers feed off contact, and bruisers aren't the ones that fumble the ball. It's those shifty, let me hold the ball way out here to the side running backs that typically fumble. He's supposed to have the ball tucked between both arms and running over people, and he just... Acts like a little girl. Give me, give me Fat
1: Rob. He's five, what five pounds uh, uh, lighter than Jones. He's what five inches shorter than Jones, probably. But you know what? He's a bruiser. One cut, he hits it, and he goes. He's got better vision. He takes contact, and he keeps going. He scampers for for a big guy.
0: Yeah, he does. He's a he's a big guy, and uh, I like him a lot. I'm kind of hoping he gets quite a few touches. Um, Thompson will probably get the bulk. And we even uh, put Mac Brown on the active roster because the news is that Jones is not going to be playing in London.
1: Yeah, because he's got a bruised hand; it's like cartilage or something, and they can't pinpoint when it happened. Cough, cough, I'm sitting. Um, <laughs> it's. I think. I think uh, Fat Rob should get fifteen to twenty touches, like Harry's probably in the game. Uh, and I think Chris Thompson should have around twenty touches total, best passes, uh, and. Just too good out of the backfield. Just way too good. He's Mr.
0: Do you envision Brown getting in the game at all?
1: Uh, only if something bad happens.
0: That's what Uh, I'm thinking. I
1: think think he's there. I think he'll be active on the active 46, but I don't think he He doesn't unless the pass. Yeah, that's just me. That's my thinking. I'm just so happy, Matt Jones is not going to see the field in london like i wanted him left in detroit we have a chance i'm so over matt jones Uh, so over matt
0: jones i'm over matt jones um let's let's bounce back to a a good thing um we did show the resiliency at the end um we did allow the the game-winning drive by detroit but um you know we scored 14 unanswered there and and did what we needed to to put us in position to win
1: uh, but I want to talk a little bit about something, and this is this is where I think uh, he really, really needs to improve upon. And we're talking about eight. We're talking about Kirk Cousins, game awareness, situational awareness. In that run, which I thought was a fantastic call, the read option, uh, touchdown, fantastic call that he should have laid down on the one.
0: We didn't have the lead at the time, though. He was showing trust in the D.
1: I know, but Norman was hurt. Breeland was hurt. Your two starting wide receiver, or cornerbacks were hurt. Going against the hottest quarterback in the National Football League.
0: So say uh, think, you don't. I get think situational. Kick it. You kick it and tie it. Okay, what about the, if they uh, fumble into the end zone again?
1: Uh, you don't have Matt Jones in the game.
0: <laughs> and then it doesn't happen. Fumble it. Yeah, fumble a like, snap. I'm
1: just. I'm just saying four plays, two plays, three plays, whatever, on the one-yard line. And, yes, I know the Redskins have had red zone difficulties. Uh, that could have won the game for them.
0: Yeah, I but, get what you're saying. We, yeah. we gave them a little too much time to drive down the field. They made it look easy. but, yeah, but And the defensive yeah, players and, and were calling out the play. calls. Was,
1: yeah, and that was a great play by uh, by Cousins. I'm not, I'm not giving him anything, uh, taking anything against him. I'm just saying situational awareness. You got to think about laying down on the one. You know what
0: I mean? When your defense isn't at 100%, I can see where you're coming from. Uh, it's just uh, it's just scary when you can waltz right into the end zone compared to trying to punch it in. I mean, Detroit's a weak D. I guess we're not playing against a, uh, a Ravens or, a, you know, Eagles front seven.
1: Yeah, I I don't get it that they should have done better all game, but it's really hard when you're starting running back and tossing the ball up every other series. <sighs> I
0: digress. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about him. Matt Jones' awfulness all day, I believe.
1: I hate Matt Jones.
0: Cut, cut Matt Jones, please. Cut Matt
1: Jones.
0: I... Do you want to try to get Matt Jones on the show and then tell him that he needs to leave Washington?
1: I'll go to jail. I'll kill him. <laughs> I'll kill him right here and now. I hate Matt Jones that much. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. The writings on the wall, you suck. Worst McLuhan draft pick of all time.
0: Yeah, it has to be.
1: Like, uh, stick a freaking pin in it. (laughs) And then, let's talk about another sad thing. Another sad thing. Malcolm Kelly 2.0 watch is on. Probably for the rest of the season. Josh Doxson to the IR. Womp, womp,
0: womp.
1: Like, this has to hurt McLuhan because he was hoping that Doxson would show him anything anything to where Garrett Sohn John Jackson coming into contract years he can use that as leverage perhaps even cheaper or maybe not at all because he knows he's got something with starting receivers of Doxson and Crowder already on the roster and he got Reed yeah. uh, would have put them in a better situation but if he's shown zero um, they can't find any structural damage or anything wrong with his Achilles but uh, Rumors and stories coming out of uh, Redskins Park are that he just can't handle the pain, which is not good if you want to play in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it is a position where you need your feet. And um, if if you're having a lot of pain in your feet, you're not going to be able to do what you need to do at a high level. So, I mean, I understand that from his perspective. Um, Let me ask you a two-part question here about that. One, did... Dotson, did we approach um, Dotson correctly by trying to to rush him in the first couple games, or should we maybe have started him on the PUP and um, let him sit out the first six and, you know. I would
1: have started him on PUP. I would have started him on PUP, made sure he was healthy, made sure there were no excuses. Yeah. Especially when you got a, you're loaded at wide receiver. He was a luxury pick, but he was their number 11 overall on their board. So they picked best player on board, right? be their 11 best player on the board. So that's why they picked him. He was a luxury pick, kinda. But you know, you go with the best available to you. That's my theory in the draft. I think that's influence uh, uh, thing that he does too. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think you should have started on pop. Make sure he's healthy and seen what you have, because now you have somebody that's not contributing at all, and it's going to leave you in a weird cap situation when you're trying to sign quarterback that's going to get more money than he's worth. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. He's not worth 20 million. Uh, but unfortunately, Brock Osweiler and the Texans screwed the Redskins there. And you've got two uh, of your wide receivers uh, going into contract years. What do you do? And it, it feels to me a little bit like they are. Maybe it doesn't to you. Feels to me a little bit like they are Alfred Morrising Deshaun Jackson. <laughs>
0: That's exactly, exactly what my second part of my question was. I was going to ask you if you thought that they were doing to Deshaun Jackson what they did to Alfred Morris, just kind of not Devaluing making him, him an important part of their game plan so they can devalue him because he's, he's crossing that 30 line.
1: Yeah. How well'd that work out for him, huh?
0: Yeah, exactly. What? How
1: well'd that work out for him? I'd give my left nut for Alfred Morris.
0: And he's just pretty much sitting the on the get. bench in Dallas is what really hurts. I mean, we, yeah, we could be, use him.
1: Might be starting soon if uh, those domestic assault charges um, amount to anything. God, so I hope so. Elliot.
0: I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way. Um, the the thing about Dotson is, I mean, you got to get excited when the number 11 guy on your board falls to you at, whenever you're at spot number 21. Absolutely. And we traded down, even. We, we traded and got another pick. Um, so, I mean... I don't know. He, he did what he thought was best. He didn't know this was going to happen. And I think he can come back the last couple weeks of the season, is what they said, uh, based on the IR status, just in time for hopefully the playoffs.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, you would hope, but I don't think he's going to contribute at all this year. Uh, I don't think you can hope for him to contribute at all. I don't think you should force him into your lineup if your team is good enough to make it to the playoffs by that point. Because I think you throw your whole game plan off, your whole vibe off, I think yeah, let him let him go. You see what you have next year. You hope he's healthy. That's that's my opinion uh, with Josh Dachson. I just ah uh, uh, yeah, right now it's it's not looking good. It's got me worried. Of course, I'm I'm still a little uh, still have a little PTSD from uh, the Vinny Serato year. <laughs> I don't know I don't know who to trust.
0: Understood. I think regardless, I don't know if we'll re-sign Kirk to a huge deal. I think we will draft a quarterback and um, probably do the $25 million deal with him next year just to do a little transition if we're going another direction.
1: I think if Kirk is smart, if Kirk is smart, and he looks at other teams in the league, and he looks at the Redskins, and he looks at where the Redskins are at right now, he will take a little less money not the $15 million uh, that they apparently offered him but a little less money if he wants to be on a winning football team he wants him around I'm not saying lowball the guy I'm saying give him around market value but I think if he's smart hope he is that he goes a little under and he lets them build around him because they're going to need it. They're going to need that money.
0: He seems like he likes it in Washington. Um, a player like that that's not a top, you know, talent at that position, but is, I would say, a top 10 quarterback, Is I, I would think he's in the best position he could be possibly be in. I don't know where, he, wh- where or why he'd want to go.
1: He was quoted as saying last season, uh, right after, I think, the playoff loss, he wants to be where he is wanted.
0: Well, I... So
1: whatever that means, right? Whatever coach, quarterback speak that is, uh, that's that's Kirk Cousins' position.
0: As scary as I... our quarterback history has been the last 10, 15 years, I want him.
1: Um, and see, that's that's a horrible place to be, isn't it? Uh, because I think there's there's three positions as a Redskins fan... On Kirk Cousins, right? You yeah. you were either, and and I think it's because the Redskins have been starved for a franchise quarterback since Joe Theismann. Yeah, there's been cu- a couple of spot years from Doug Williams and Mark Rippin and Brad Johnson and hell, Todd Collins had a couple of good months. Bless you, Todd Collins. <laughs> uh, but and, and even even RG three, but they've never had stability at the position. And then you see this guy coming in, and he's breaking Redskins' records, which are, I'm sorry, meaningless because they've been horrible at the quarterback position through the modern age. So, of course, those those records are getting shattered because he's the first middle-of-the-line quarterback they've had. You know what I mean? Like a guy that can get the job done, but maybe is not necessarily... Like, I don't even know. Like, uh, he's kind of like Trent Green.
0: <laughs> I mean, he... Yeah, like,
1: remember Trent Green?
0: Uh, yeah, I remember Trent Green, 100%. He
1: can put up some numbers, high completion percentage. He can move, like, very professional. He knew the whole Al Saunders offensive playbook. And that thing's like 110 pages. I mean, it's something ridiculous. Ask Jason Campbell about it. Wait, don't. He never understood it. hate <laughs> hey, you, Jason Campbell. Uh, so... Ugh, I just don't think he's that good... But he's not that bad, so I think you can be that guy. You're just so starved for a quarterback. You're that guy, right? You're so starved for a quarterback. Yeah. So you think he's just the greatest when he's really Trent Green, or you're the guy who's just like he's good, uh, but he's not great. Like I think you're a medium guy. Like you're you you know what Kirk Cousins is. You're like he's okay. You know he's you know he's Trent, Trent uh Green. You're you're completely realizing, or still stuck on RG3.
0: Those are the the, three people with Kirk Cousins. The three levels of Kirk Cousins fanism. This is probably such an easy, um, it's going to sound cheesy considering the time that it is, but uh, to me, he's like a Andy Dalton. And it's funny I say that because it's Bengals week. Andy Dalton was coached by Jay Gruden. Um, There's a a million things that you can look at like that, but he's one of those guys that's going to put up the numbers. He's going to get you to the first round of the playoffs, um, but when he meets uh, a better team, will he be able to ever cross that threshold? Dalton hasn't showed it. Cousins hasn't showed it yet. Um, and this is the year that we really need Gruden to see if he can turn it. Yeah, this is the year we need to see if him and Gruden can turn that corner, and I uh, hope they do, and we will see. we got some tough, tough games coming up.
1: Yeah, no excuses.
0: B- Bengals me. are three and two four, but they got a good D.
1: And two teams in the division with rookie quarterbacks, I'm not buying. Rain Dakota Prescott one bit.
0: No, no. I mean, Des Bryant. They ask. They is ask not going to get the ball. Him,
1: <laughs> they ask less of him than they asked of RG3 in 2012.
0: He has made uh, Cole Beasley his top receiver and that's pretty sad. He can't get the ball to Dez Bryant cuz he can't throw it down the field.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think if anybody bites up to that and they play anybody worth their salt, he's going to get hit. Yeah. Uh, you just got to you just got to make sure you stop the run.
0: Yeah. And Wentz is least... uh Wince is throwing picks. I'm not worried about him that much at this point either. I think he's a Joe Flacco at best.
1: Yeah, don't be a Joe Flacco, Kirk Cousins. Don't Get the big contract and completely uh, just paralyze your team and make them suck. Look at look at the look at the Ravens. Look at the Ravens post Super Bowl. It was the best slash worst thing that happened to that team.
0: Yeah, I'll take a Super Bowl win and suck a little bit after, um, but I don't want to be in the Ravens boat.
1: <laughs> I'd rather have long term sustained uh, goodness uh, with with multiple Super Bowl chances. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Just, just say, here you go, let's do this, and then he sucks. And he's um, miserable.
0: Yeah, it's like the opposite of what the Panthers did. They let Josh Norman walk, and then they suck anyway.
1: Yeah, look at that defense. <laughs> Didn't need him. Didn't need old Jay, No, Wink,
0: wink. The Norman effect. That's what I tweeted the other day. It's funny. We were 29th in the league last year of uh, passing plays above 30 yards, and we were fourth in the league this year.
1: He's good. He's good. Best player on the team. Like up there, Best player on the team, it's either him or Trent Williams. Uh, both are just staples. I, I, the Redskins can't afford to lose either of those guys, and I'm worried about that this week. Norman did make the plane trip. Uh, Williams did make the plane trip. I know he didn't practice at all Thursday. I'm not sure about the day. Uh, Got to have both of those guys. Uh, I think the Redskins are dead in the water, though, this game against the Bengals. They don't have Norman. They are dead in the water, and they will get the
0: Yeah, Green will have have a field day. Yeah. Even
1: with Norman, they're gonna have to give safety help.
0: Yeah, Green's one of those guys. It's that's why he's a top ten fantasy pick every year is because people can't stop him. It doesn't matter who they play.
1: An absolute freak. Like, uh him and Julio Jones, uh Julio Jones probably gets the slight edge. Might have a better quarterback, I think. Um but just both freaks. Like uh I, I hope Josh Dawson can be that good. That's what I was hoping for.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm worried. Of
1: course, I was hoping for that,
0: right? I'm worried about their dual headed threat in the backfield. They've got uh, Jeremy Hill, who can run the ball really well, and Bernard, who can also run the ball well, but he's kind of like Thompson in the fact he can catch it out of the backfield and go for days.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's just going to have to be uh, making good reads, uh, staying in your zone, staying in your hole, and not arm tackling.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh that's one thing that hurt us against Detroit. We made uh, a thirty-year-old four-set look like a, a champion again.
1: And I know you don't agree with this, but I'm going cold blue on my boy Hopkins. I'm putting him on, I'm putting him on blast right now. <laughs> uh, as someone that cost the Redskins the game, he was directly responsible for three points. He missed a forty-eight-yard field goal indoors. I think he's still good. I still have faith in Hopkins. I'm not condemning Hopkins. I am saying he will blame the loss. at least the loss. Should have been at least three more points on the board. Shouldn't have even had a chance to lose that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, it, it, like, it's three points it's that are fault. gone. It would have been 20 it's, to 13, I know. But it's I
1: his fault, but, but, but. Is it something like uh, Matt Jones fumbling? Is it something that's just in the fiber of his character? I don't think so. I think it was. I think it was just one of those things. I think the Redskins just were off for whatever reason at that game. I hope. Hopefully, they're not this Sunday at nine thirty a.m. God, I love uh, it.
0: Uh, <laughs> we both I mean, had that I'm feeling not, about Detroit, though.
1: I'm not an old man with a baby Max. I can up there. <laughs> <laughs> On 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 a weekend, uh, but yeah, like. Uh, He's got to do better. I'm putting him on blast. I'm at, co- I'm at code blue right now. Code blue with Hopkins. Do better. No more missed points. No more missed field goals. Come on, buddy. You can do it.
0: You know, code blue at the hospital means somebody's dying, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to
1: punch him in the face if he does it again. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> let me let me let me stop you there. Prater missed a kick as well. Way worse. And okay, he makes that. Then the games don't we squ- don't
1: compare the Washington, the 2016 Washington Redskins to the 2016 Pro- Lions <laughs> the Lions have were and always will be garbage. They are celebrating the whatever 25th anniversary of their last playoff appearance. That's how pathetic that franchise is. They're garbage. I know. Garbage. I know. OK. Don't compare the Redskins to them.
0: Say he <laughs> say he makes that kick. All right. It is six to thirteen. We score a touchdown. It's thirteen thirteen. Do we have the same play calling? Do we have the same rush as uh, what we did on the on the drive when we were down thirteen to ten? Or we could be it could be thirteen thirteen. We just kind of screw around, drain the clock, and line up for a field goal, go up three, and still lose anyway. Or we could miss the field goal, still lose anyway. There's a lot of things. You can't blame it, it on a kick easy. early in the game.
1: The Redskins have shown this team is better that they are a momentum team. They are a momentum team. The momentum is going their way, especially if they get to play for a lead, with a lead, they're better. They're better overall, by a lot. But if they don't play with momentum, go flat, and it seems like they're just malaise that washes over the whole team from top to bottom, and they suck.
0: I understand that. Um, I.
1: It's about, like, to me, it's about tone.
0: Makes any sense, you know what I mean? It is. I. I mean, it's. It's about like any game. I mean, you get the momentum most of the time. It, it plays in your favor, and you win. Um, you know, there's teams like the Titans last week that blew an, a 14 point lead against the Colts in eight seconds. But I mean, it, it is what it is. We. We lost. We have that bad feeling stuff going to happen. And Jones's fumble is worth two missed Hopkins field goals.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I was. I was happy with putting Jones in the middle of the field ending him right then and there. (laughs) Uh, I am so over Matt Jones. Like, uh... If he, he for some reason, touches the ball at all Sunday, I'm gonna throw my TV out the window. He's
0: not playing. (laughs) I I think they said he's, like, doubtful.
1: Yeah, that's what it said on the the app earlier, on the radio earlier. They said that he was not playing. Uh, so, whatever. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm just... I'm over Matt Jones. So... Let's talk about grades here. Get, give me your Detroit grades for the offense, defense, special teams, cousins, and coaching.
0: Okay. I thought the offense was pathetic for the most part until, I mean, well, I won't say pathetic from the get-go because we drove right down the field, but then after that fumble, we were flat the whole game until the very end. Um, when you only play the very beginning and the very end of a game, decent, you get a D. Um, I would say for the defense, um, we played a good offense. Uh, they played really good the whole game until the very end. <laughs> and that, but I'm considering that we had injuries as well. So, uh, B for the D. Um, special teams. Uh, Hopkins missed field goal did hurt. Uh, I don't think it costs us the game like you do. But um, I'm gonna give them a C C+. And Cousins, he put up decent stats, didn't do anything too stupid. He threw some
1: ugly balls, though. He, he threw a couple that were, should have been pickles. Yeah, he did. Pickle, dill, dill, d- d-
0: He didn't do anything too stupid. Um, he put us in I position threw- to win, and uh, I'll give him a B.
1: Uh, special teams, giving you a B. For the missed field goal. Offense. I'm giving a D2 as well. It was just Matt Jones as an F uh, defense. They held the hottest quarterback in the NFL somehow. Yeah, I'm saying somehow for Matty Stafford. I don't know how he's the hottest quarterback in the NFL. Um, to a minimal amount of points for a long time, for a very long time. I thought this is going to be a higher scoring football game. That I'm going to give the defense. Especially when they were playing without their two starting corners and B minus I thought they played really well, especially when they were nicked up. Uh, sucked on that last drive. I think a lot of things, uh, I think they were put in a bad position by their offense. They were put in a bad position by some defensive play calling. They were sending, for Pete's sake, they were sending Chris Baker in the cover. I'm not kidding.
0: That's what they Chris said. Baker. They, uh, at uh, Baker and Ricky Jean. Said after the game, they had they had some questioning for Joe Barry.
1: They should, and then, and then uh, we got Cousins. I thought was okay. I think he made some heads-up plays. I think he made some smart plays. I think he threw some ugly balls at times that were less than fifty-fifty on his shot. And by the grace of God, they did not get intercepted. I'm going to give him a B plus. Um, the coaching staff, including. Uh, just some of the offensive play calling and the decision to keep Jones in, uh, and defensive play calls. I'm giving it.
0: Yeah, I didn't get to say coaching, but I'll, I'll go with D. Uh,
1: they, you got to be better. Your your coaching staff is responsible for putting your team in the best position to to win, to have success, and they didn't do that.
0: Our defense shouldn't have been in that position, anyhow.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I hate to segue into this. because into this podcast has been so happy thus, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little aside. Um, if, you, if people don't like this, feel free to hit fast forward right now. I'm going to openly advocate for any Washington Redskins fan uh, to stop following, stop responding to, stop looking at, uh, supporting in any way the Save the Name page, on Facebook, and the campaign, and here's why. Um, I don't think the Washington Redskins name is racist, I don't, I've done my research on it, I'm a huge Washington Redskins fan, and honestly, if I thought it had the same level of hate and everything behind it as a certain other racial slur does, I would be all for it, and that's what I thought this group stood for, but if you've uh, recently visited their page, I don't know if you have, Max. You will notice, uh, it's just turned into a mixture of, uh, drunk rage musings and bad memes, uh, just shouting, uh, uh, Trump bull, bull hockey, just, like, dribble, like, uh, from, like, the, the really bad sites that nobody should visit because all they're doing is just fueling your, uh, your partisan fire. Plus, he's posting two-year-old articles about, like, anti-name things. The name thing has completely died down, completely died down, uh, after the Washington uh, Post poll showing that most, most Native American people, I think it's over 70%, don't care, don't find it offensive. But, my, my, the reason I'm saying to unfollow these people, un, don't talk to them anymore, is because they are throwing their support behind a known racist, a guy that has spouted nothing but racist BS months in Donald Trump. When you're claiming a name is not racist and then you support a racist, it's completely counterintuitive to your policy. It's a bad look for the Washington Redskins, it's a bad look for a Washington Redskins fan, and it's a bad look if you're a human being. That's all I'm saying. If you truly don't believe the name is racist, don't support a racist. Keep keep uh your views level keep them accurate and keep them all along the same line because if you skew one way or another way people are just gonna go oh that's not racist you support this person they're a racist Ah, i don't believe in your opinion i don't support i guess i guess that's just me and now we'll get away from the politics and to the real reason you're here ads listen to them Want some wrestling excitement? Uh, so we'll snap into an episode of the Blue Bar Cage. Yeah,
0: retro pay-per-view breakdowns, body slam in action, and all sorts of other shenanigans. So get on your Google machine and head on over to bluebarcage.com. Yeah, find us in iTunes or on your favorite podcasting app. Dig it! What's up, y'all? It's everyone's favorite bacon. And I got to tell you about a sizzling new site called BPOP, Best Player on Planet. From the creators of Home Team Scouts, BPOP is a site with legit player and team merchandise for all NFL fans. They're adding new stuff for each team all the time. And best of all, if you use promo code HTTR16, you will get 15% off your entire order. And you can't beat that. Find them on Twitter at bestplayertoday, and head on over to bestplayeronplanet.com to find you some fresh new NFL gear right now.
1: Those are good. Those are some good ads. Uh, good, good as good always. Ads. I think you should buy some stuff from our partners, and I think you should listen to the Bluebird Cage.
0: I love the Bluebird Cage.
1: I don't. I think those guys are all a bunch of assholes. That's just me. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's let's raise the level of just just sadness, on the podcast and hit us with a bit of that fresh, funky rap that only, Max, you can not see me bacon, can give us.
0: You gonna hit me with that beat?
1: Uh, we'll, we'll have to do that in post. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not beatboxing today. I can't do it. I got, gotcha, I got a gotcha. mouthful of Chipotle.
0: All right. You eat your Chipotle while I spit fire.
1: <laughs> Please.
0: Alright, here we go. Another week of raps. It's starting to get silly, but we held down our home turf and put it on Philly. Domination start to finish. Made a few mistakes, but this team started to show it has what it takes. Eagles left beaten bruised. Four straight wins on point. So we probably should have seen what was gonna happen in Detroit. We get the ball and drive it to the red zone. Then once again it was coughed up by Matt F and Jones. The defense played great, but man did Jones stink which is why the skin should give him that famous slip that's pink. Took the lead at the end and got our hopes high, but Barry backed the D off, so Stafford let it fly. Left scratching our heads, but that's now in the past. Going ahead across the pond and put the Bengals on blast. Make them look stupid for getting rid of Jay and get with number five really early in the day. They may have Dalton. They may have Green, but in the last few games, our D's looking pretty mean. So let's take care of business and use the by to heal up. Then Chris in a Vikings horn like caught sideline cup.
1: Dear Jesus, you had to bring up the peeing in the cup.
0: That's wanna, how you chose. I think you should. That's how you
1: chose the finish. Line. I
0: think you should pee in a Vikings horn on the sidelines.
1: Jeez. <laughs> uh, for the, for those that don't know, the Redskins special team coach, um. Had to pee during the middle of the game. Uh, so he's peeing into what I think was a Gatorade cup, right? Yes. <laughs> Great for the sponsors of the NFL and, the Gator- and Gatorade for him <laughs> to do that.
0: Yellow uh, Gatorade. He's peeing
1: into a cup. And uh, some lady in the front row took a picture. Obviously zoomed in to take the picture, though, right? It was obviously zoomed in. Oh, yeah. It was, pic-
0: yeah. like, zoomed in. He would have noticed uh, if and, she was that close.
1: Yeah, and, and threw, threw this up on Twitter. And my... What I'm going to say is get over it, lady. Um, every sport professional, every even high school, we don't go to the locker room to take a pee during the middle of the game. We get it done where we need to, and usually that's the sidelines. So know that whenever you're trotting up and down your son's high school football field and it's a little moist and it hasn't rained in a while, that's piss. Get over it. <laughs> Sometimes you have to piss. Like, you haven't seen somebody piss before, okay? It's a man's sport. You haven't sport. Taken a piss yourself. Don't zoom in on some guy's penis and uh, put him on blast on the internet because he had to pee because he was doing his job. Piss off. <laughs> I'm angry today, man. I was going to say. I'm angry!
0: I was going to say, I hope you feel a lot better getting all this off your chest.
1: I'm full of cold brew, chipotle, and rage.
0: <laughs> you know what else you need to be full of? What? Some bacon.
1: Oh, it is! It's time for another week of Max Bacon's Six Sizzling Keys to Victory. Mm. Mm. It's all up in my nose hole. All up in my nose hole. Wish it was in my mouth hole. Need some bacon. You keep your bacon away from my mouth hole, you filthy man. <laughs> Hit me with that first slab.
0: All right. Um, I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. I think it's important uh, that we get an early lead. Um, we are a momentum team, and we just play much better with the lead than we do from behind.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Got to get out there. Got to do it. I think the defense plays much better. It allows them to do a lot more things. It allows them to blitz more. It allows them to not put Team Francois, freaking big-ass, chunky Chris Baker in the coverage. Dear Jesus, what is your problem, Joe Barry? Hit me with the second slap.
0: Yeah, let's not let a wide receiver throw a uh, reverse pass to A.J. Green on the first play of the game this time.
1: Uh, No, why did you have to bring that up? Why did you have to bring that up?
0: We should have won. We should have won that game anyway. Uh, Yeah,
1: RG3 got hurt. RG3 got hurt.
0: Yep. Number, I was there. Number two, number two. Uh, I want to eliminate stupid turnovers. I had in parentheses basically no Matt Jones. I think I'm going to get my wish there. So um, if Kirk can keep from throwing it to the other team, I think we're going to be okay.
1: Those daggers that Kirk loves to throw. He did it during the Eagles game. As good as he was during that Eagles game, as good as the team was during that Eagles game, Ugh, that could have been bad if the Eagles were even slightly awake during that game. It yep. could have been real bad. Uh, come on, Kirk. We've we've got uh, old stupid Matty Jones. Uh, hopefully sitting on the bench. Hopefully peeing in the Gatorade cups. Actually, he doesn't even need to do that. He can go to he can go. He can go to the locker room and take a piss because we don't need him. We don't need him. <laughs> Hit me the third slap.
0: Number three, uh, pressure Andy Dalton, and that is going to, in effect, keep it away from AJ Green.
1: Oh my God! Please kill the ginger. Like I can't even look at him. It's so <laughs> the red so, so rifle. Thing. Uh red rifle, more like a red BB gun. Aw, <laughs> water Did gun. Did that hurt his feelings again? Like who was it that? It made fun of. Him? Was it JJ Watt? I think so. Called him the red red BB gun. It was funny, and he's he's so fragile. So fragile. Give me that fourth slap.
0: All right, number four. Um, kind of again touched on this earlier, but uh, we need to watch out for the running backs uh, in the running and the passing game. They are very diverse.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, And I'm praying, and I'm hoping just a little bit that Gruden, I don't know, told Joe Barry a little bit about how those players work, especially the Red BB gun. He had them.
0: He knows them. He had them.
1: He should know them intimately. He intimately knows them. The last time the Redskins played the Bengals in 2012, when Mike Shanahan was coach, should be different. Joe Gruden was on the other sideline. If he should be beneficial as a coach at any time during his tenure, it should be this game. Come on. Another slap.
0: All right, number five, I uh, want to see a deep threat develop in this game. Um, they they have said, I uh, read an article this week, that they are not using Deshaun Jackson as much because they don't have confidence that Kirk can hit him consistently. And I don't believe that. He did it
1: all last season. Because
0: he, he did it all last year. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he missed a, he's missed a few this year, yes, but you have to keep doing it. We have to have and a deep yes, threat. And Deshaun
1: dropped one during the Detroit game. He did, but that is once in a blue moon.
0: Yeah, it doesn't happen often. Usually,
1: he's on point.
0: Let's get it together, boys. Get on the same page.
1: All right, let's rack up this bacon. Put it, put it on a paper towel and soak the grease out of it so we can, so we can chomp on it a little bit. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, leftover bacon's not good. As good, it is good, but it's not as Dude, good. I'll eat
1: I'll, bacon. Can be left out on, on the counter for like three days, and I'll still eat it. I don't care.
0: Touché. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I want to uh, make this a very balanced attack on offense. Um, Jay tends to want to pass. Uh, I feel like we need to run. I don't know if he's going to lean pass heavy because he doesn't have his number one guy to start the year, but we will see. Let's keep it balanced.
1: Part of that can be. You can, I think, you can do kind of like in 2012, or what other teams do when you your running game's not doing going well. Pass out of the backfield, going. Yeah, get your screen game going with your running back with uh, Deshaun Jackson. Hell, I would take an end around with Deshaun Jackson. I think that can usually be a positive play whenever it's called, as when it's called if you call it in the right situation. Get your get the ball in the hands of your playmakers. Get them in if space. Yeah, and if if your actual running game's not working, get creative. Make it work. Make it work, people. Like Tim Gunn says <laughs> chop, on chop. Project Runway. Yeah, I watched it. I watched Project Runway. What of it? I'm straight.
0: <laughs> uh, that's questionable.
1: Uh, s- uh, sometimes. Uh, speaking of straight, what's the line in Vegas right now?
0: Uh, the line in Vegas pretty much all week has been sitting at Bengals minus three. This is a um, neutral site, so they feel the Bengals are three points better than us at the moment. Over-under 49. Yeah,
1: technically a home game for them, too. Technically a home game for
0: them. Yeah, yeah, it take, took away one of their home games, not ours.
1: kind of wish it was one of the Redskins, uh, just so I could have uh, had a couple bucks in my pocket.
0: I would have <laughs> thought about going to I – would, I would. but I would have honestly
1: thought about going to London. Uh, I thought about it this time. I, I saw tickets. I looked them up. I could have. At one point, I could have got round trip for four hundred. But like, I don't know.
0: But you guys aren't buying enough stuff from our sponsors, and Eddie couldn't go.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. I was going to give you live coverage, brown breaking coverage. <laughs> you're taking you're taking food out of Mila's mouth too. Come on, help us out.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, speak, speaking speaking of scouts. She she's so hungry, she grabbed a uh, a Kashi bar out of the bottom of my pantry earlier and <laughs> snuck it over to the couch. I uh, thought she was just being good and watching TV while I was washing her bottles and uh she was getting chocolate all over the place.
1: Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look what you're doing to this poor child. Do you want her to grow up destitute? Help us out. Home team scouts and that other one.
0: <laughs> b Pop and, uh, <laughs> and Blue Bard Cage. Blue bard cage.
1: Yeah. And blue bar gauge, of course. Uh, speaking of the Bengals game, uh, what do you got? What are your feelings on this?
0: Um, God, I feel like I could flip-flop based on if Norman's going to play or not. Uh, can I give a Norman healthy and a Norman non-healthy prediction?
1: Uh, I just want your prediction. I think I think go into it and believe. Let's let's go into it with positivity. Let's feel the power of positivity. <laughs>
0: Fine. I'll, a, I'll just a twenty twenty tie. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, and uh,
1: <laughs> going to a positive. Let's think he is starting. I think it's positive that he was on the plane and that he's looked good so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can do that. Redskins twenty three. Bengals twenty one.
1: Bengals twenty seven. Redskins.
0: 17. And if more-
1: actually twenty 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 seven twenty.
0: Uh, not a twenty. I'm break
1: my heart again. <laughs> it's gonna break my heart. I'm gonna break my heart. I hope not. I just, I, I just think if they lose, they're gonna lose by one score. I think they're a good football team on the verge of being uh, entering uh, from that middle part of the league to maybe like the upper, uh, like dozen teams that are really good, and you can see building toward a long term like stable, good team like that has depth that can have injuries and still put together winning games, uh, but they're not there yet. But I think they're creeping up on it, and I've, I think my expectations, even though things like Matt Jones are happening, uh, they're getting higher, if that makes any sense. Because I see a lot of good things happening. I just I need to see a lot more just boneheaded mistakes cut down on it for me to really feel better about the team.
0: Yeah, I, t- I told you I think five and three was our best-case scenario going into the bye. Um, I'm going to stick with that. I think uh, if this Detroit ending would have been a couple years down the road with uh, Kendra- Kendall Fuller with a little more experience and um, you know a little bit more depth added to our defense, it wouldn't have been a question we could stop them. Our defense has played really well even with some young pieces in there. Um, and I-, I have hopes, and they're getting higher, like you said, that in the future um, – Starting next year that we could be a real contender
1: I hope so and uh, I hope they can figure out all the the cap stuff hope they can figure out all the running back stuff I hope they can they, they can make the roster work for them I, I really hope so I think a third year of any new regime uh, especially when you have the complete regime in there uh, with McLuhan a third year of actually having a legit a uh, personnel guy. Uh, it could be the make or break year for them. I think. I think it's going to be their year up is next year. But that doesn't mean this year is lost. They can be a really good team this year, and they've proven that so far. They've just got to do it consistently. And that's what the team has missed for a long time. It's consistency.
0: Yeah, the team we were the underdog of at home, the Eagles that were supposedly so good, we dominated start to finish. That defense that's so dominated. good, we made look like crap. And Wentz, who was supposedly so good, did not have a good game. So we have a lot going for us. Let, let's let use it to the best of our abilities.
1: Absolutely. What are we doing next uh, week? I don't know. What are we doing next week? I think it's a bye week. I think I'm going to sit here and uh... – Take a nap. Sip, uh, yeah, sleep. Uh, work off uh, all the Halloween candy.
0: Sausage uh, play biscuits. Some, uh,
1: play some PlayStation VR. Uh, you know, uh, live in a different world, a non-football world for a week, maybe. <laughs> uh, but uh, we might hit you guys, uh, I think, with a with an episode. Maybe talk about the midweek grades. Kind of talk about the team. Maybe a little mini episode uh, during probably the early to mid part of the week next week. So please.
0: Yeah, let's we'll we'll recap a little bit of this Bengals win and uh we will uh give our our thoughts about at the midpoint. Now, hopefully we can use this bye to get rested up. Let's let's skate through this week injury free and get some rest and be full strength for the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Ah, oh, and will you look at that? Look at the time. Oh my goodness. We're at the end of another episode of Hogging the Mike. Holy cow. Crazy time. Holy crazy cow, times. man. I know. I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins. For your other host, Maximum Bacon, saying, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. See ya. To contact Hog in the Mike, search for us and find us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hogging the Mic, or send us an email at Hogging Mic at gmail.com.